Good morning, everyone. Good day of Shavuos. Hopefully, you have a great day and incredible Yom Tif. Best Shavuos ever. Um, so we continue where we left off on Yuma, page 35a. The Yamada comments on the Mishnah. It says they brought the high priest to base HaPerva. That's where the mikveh was in the chamber. It was called Perva. My Perva, what's Perva? Perva Perva was a, a magician, a sorcerer. And he was the one, Rashi says, he built it. And therefore, they called it after him. The question is, why would they retain the name? It's an embarrassment <laughs> that the sorcerer, maybe he says he did, maybe he did Shuvah. He did Shuvah, so, so they named it after him. Um, others say that the way the whole piping system, the fact that the water was able to flow upwards and from the well, and he's able to get the water up to the mikveh, it looked like magic. <laughs> this is before plumbing, and anyway, it has to be done naturally. You know, it can, you can't use regular, regular, uh, a regular utensil. So, other Taisu says, Taisu says that he heard the Arab says that this Amgusha fellow wanted to see, wanted to witness, he was a Hesach Hasid, so he wanted to witness what the Rebbe is doing in the Holy of Holies, the high priest. So he built a tunnel under the ground, so he should be able to watch the Kohen Gadol do the service of the Yeah, He's under the ground, so he's not part of the Kohen So, so the Chutzpah, they killed him. You know, it was such a Chutzpah, they actually killed him. And so they renamed the chamber after him to remind us also of that story. And Magusha, the, the, the sorcerer, tried to did something that's prohibited. Okay, Paris was sat and shot boots, and then they they uh, they put up a uh, a, a, cur- a curtain made of linen. Might no boots? Why only of linen? But Avkana, this is this is what we said. We brought it down earlier. But Avkana said it on this Mishnah. Everyone should recognize that everything today, the service of Yom Kippur, all those things that are unique to Yom Kippur, the high priest turned, would only wear the four garments of linen. Everything had to be linen. Even the belt, which is usually a mixture of well, linen, was only of linen. Okay. In the morning, he would wear more expensive clothes made of 18, 18, uh, um, 18 mana, and in the afternoon it was 12. So to, that it was less expensive because the morning, no, the morning, um, I'm sorry, 12 and 8. Yeah, but the Chum say Chum say Bashar was eighteen. Within the Chum, yeah, it was twelve. Altogether forty. Couldn't have made it altogether. Altogether was thirty. Um, right. According to uh, according to Rabbi Meir, it was uh, altogether was twenty. Um, now, because in the morning, that's when that's when you did the main thing. That's when you, you brought the incense, that's when you sprinkled the blood of the, the sacrifices of the goat, you know, like the twin goat, and then the bull. The, after, the second time he went in, he just went in to remove, remove uh, the, the fire pan, to remove the incense, so it was lesser. So therefore, he only wore, he wore less expensive clothes. And he says the conclusion, altogether was 30? We can do the math. 18 and 12 is 30. So 
Gemara answers, is coming to teach us the Batsamahani Lenabi. They can't be less than that. However, if, in other words, it can't be less than the total. For the whole boat. For the whole boat. If he wants to make it less than 18 in the morning and more, more than 12 in the afternoon, it's okay. As long as he comes to a conclusion. Right, right. As long as the total ends up 30. Less than 30 together, collectively. If you do the morning, if you add more here, and if you do less in the morning and more in the afternoon, you get to 30. As long as you get to the number 30, less than that. Okay. I'm according to everyone, both according to me. The morning has to be more expensive. How do we know this? Because the public says, Bad, 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 bad. Four times Four times it says when the when the uh, when right. he puts on. Parshas Achrei Mois says when he puts on. Which should be the best one? Bad, mufcher. Mufcher be bad. Meaning that it has to be the choicest. That's why they use that Egyptian stuff. And this is this the pasuk says in relation to the morning. In the morning, it says, "Yitzchayin is bad kedushim, michnas is bad yios, ravn is bad yachin, masnev is bad yatsne, yitzne." Therefore, it has to be. It has to be. So the morning one has to be exceptional, exceptionally fine. That's why he says, "Where they get it from? The finest linen, the most expensive linen." And this says in the morning, in the morning service. Okay. We continue in side B. Meisvel asks you a question. It says, should put another clothing. And they shouldn't sanctify the people with, with their clothing. This is a verse in Yichas. So the mother thinks that the mother thought he's talking about Yom Kippur. My love, Achedim Chashuvimen. Doesn't it mean he says other begotten other clothes meaning that are more important? When you change clothing, you have to change into more more expensive, more expensive clothing. What does the end of the verse mean? Well, Ikatrus Ambavigdeya. So Dashi says. So the whole context, the whole Pasik that your mother thinks is talking is talking about Yom Kippur. And he says, when they when they're done. So, so, so that's what he, when he goes back and returns back into the Holy of Holies, he has to wear other clothing, meaning superior, more expensive. Then he says, like meaning when he when he goes back to the people when he's done the service of Kippur, when the high priest is done, so then he should go, he should wear his regular clothing. He shouldn't 
No, well, there's one last thing to do. Wear. He has to go back. No, well, once he's done, then yeah, he shouldn't but, wear his garments, but those they, special they, garments. He, he, should, go, he should put on his regular clothing. He has to go back for the cold pan. So he says, yeah. So my so lava. Ch- needs yeah. regular clothes. No, but here he says, my lava chedim. You have to bring more expensive. He says, lo, chedim chusimem, meaning on the contrary, meaning other clothing means less less expensive. Yeah, plus he's going in to get a cold pan. Not more valuable, less valuable. Right. Yeah, only because he's going to a dirty area to get pick up a dirty uh, spoon and after he's done with the public service if his mother made a shirt for him he can wear it and do his, his private service as long as he gives it over to, he, like he donates it, he gives it over that it should belong to the community. When he re- removes the spoon and call pan, that's an individual service. It's yeah, yeah, he calls it. He calls it a private service because it's yeah. not for the public's atonement. Right, and they don't see it anyhow. It's his obligation to remove, right, the, remove, the, yeah, remove the ashes and remove whatever yeah, removed. Right. So he says that you can even wear something that, that your mother made. Right. The first part has to belong to the community. Well, it's because because it out that's to an atonement. Right. The first time he goes in, that service, that's an atonement for the community. That must belong to the community. The second one, you can even wear if it's a privately made. As long, but it has to belong to the community. As long as it's, right. it as it's it back hand, out handed it. over to the community, mm-hmm. then it transfers the ownership to the community. Then you can wear it and use it. Obviously. Well, why shouldn't he be able to serve it? If he hands it over, if he donates it to the community, what do I care that his mother made it? Who cares if it was made? I mean, since he's, he's attached to it, it's his mother. But maybe he's not sincerely giving it over. You know, he thinks like symbolically he says it belongs to you, but really in his heart, he views it as his own, personally, private. It's not wholeheartedly. No. That we we trust him. That when he gives it over, it's completely transferring. It belongs to the community now. And so wait a second. The mother made the garment. Yes. And now it becomes the communal owned, it, it owned by the community. It doesn't stay his personal. Exactly. It becomes once he yeah. right. So maybe he won't he won't do it wholeheartedly. Or like go through the motions. And this is, has to be a real transition. It has to be a real transaction. You have to really give it over. Right. In yeah. your heart. It's not just a symbol. So nevertheless, he says, we trust him that we're not worried. And he will give it over, and he won't look at it as a private shirt, to look at it as not his mother's shirt, to look at it as a belonging to the community. Okay. Mao, yeah. So the mother said, they said, his mother made yeah, it do a hundred money. That's what I was going to say. We said the maximum was 30. Right, right. She That's made the minimum. The That's the 30. A hundred money. She right. made him the excellent shirt of all one, time. Only one shirt. Not all. Right. Would she give it back? Yeah. And he, he wore it for the private yeah, yeah, yeah. service. The muscle at Zibur. And he still gave it up. Yeah. Even though it was just, it. just to remove the pen. He can't. He said for the pub for the first part, the first in the morning when the coming other goes in, he can't even you wear his mother's shirt. That has to be belong to the community. But for right. the second part, he could wear his mother's shirt. It was so expensive. It was a hundred, 
and he gave it over to the community, he transferred the ownership to the unit. Amr Allah. Anyways, didn't we say that you can never use it again? It's a one time use. One time use? You might only give it over to the that's There's nothing you're going to do with it. Right? Yeah, but still, get it back or not. No, you want to you, you, you show your children and grandchildren, oh, take it home. Memento, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Hang it up, hang it up. But this is the shirt. And this I, is the right. shirt I wore on Yom Kippur, right? And I live, I live to tell the story. Like like, like Willie Mays' jersey or something. Are you kidding? It's worth, <laughs> worth a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> Especially if he signs it, right? Oh, shit. Going well, right? Yeah, right, right. They'll sell it for $100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was that for the Amr. first temple or the second temple? The second more value. Second temple. Amr more value that he survived. Yeah. Amr Lava was a was a Wow, not a hundred. They were so wealthy. They were billionaires. It was see through. It was see through. It was so fine that it looked see through. It Looked like it's like it, went, it wrapped it so around sheer. him. It was so sheer. Uh, sheer, right? It wrapped around him like like one of those one of those movie stars. Forget it. It's like our first you don't know if they're really just naked like or they just just look naked. There. You can't be like our first day of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So, in fact, you want a mimeschazi? Sixfold. How could with the flesh seen? Every thread was sixfold. So how could the body be seen if it's such a thick such a thick weave? Every thread was like six fold. So how it's not how could it be transparent? It wasn't like a fish net. It was it was very thick. But answers. You could see through the material. It was like wine in a thick glass. In a thick glass cup. Yeah, cup. Yeah. So it's, it's glass. It's glass. So it's like it is see through. It's thick. It's thick. But it's glass; you can see through it. Well, in other words, you, yeah. So even yeah. though there was no space between in the weaving, but the linen itself was so fine you that it was see, like glass; you can see like through the it. Skin radiated out from it. Yeah. Right. Also, maybe it was so it was so fit on his body; mm-hmm. it wrapped his body and fit his body so well that it was like it was like <laughs> the outline of his body was like he was naked. Yeah. You know? the rabbis learn this is a famous very powerful and very relevant to the giving of the Torah how appropriate everything is by divine providence after 120 years when the neshama comes in the heaven the poor person the rich person and the wicked person are going to be are going to come to have to answer for their life for their behavior to the poor person they say why didn't you study Torah why didn't you come to the Kailil and learn Torah I was too poor I was too busy trying to make a living to survive I'm poorer than Hillel and they said about Hillel the elders every day Every day he would work hard, and when he would earn a trepic, a very small coin, a very, a very small amount. Let's see if we can get the. Rashi says a trepic is a half a dinner. Yeah, right. Half a dinner. Half a dinner. He went to work. So a dinner is a, a quarter of a cellar. 
a half a dinner is, is even less than that. So he made he earned a, he earned a dime basically. <laughs> yeah, nothing. A whole day. What did he have to show for for his hard labor? A trepek. But it covered his family and. So what did he do with it? Half of it he paid tuition. To the guard. It wasn't it wasn't like the Upper East Side Kerala, which is free. Right. You have no, to pay he tuition. He didn't let him in. You don't pay tuition. There's no scholarships. You're not getting in. All of it He went and hung himself. Yosheva Piyaruba. He sat on top of the Unbelievable. You ever heard this expression? We use this expression for Hasidus. So the commentaries say it's referring to Friday night if Ishmael Avtal Ishmael would teach Kabbalah. In the middle of midnight, they would come and teach Kabbalah, the secrets of the Torah. So Hilla was so important for him to learn yeah. Kabbalah, to learn the secrets of the Torah, that he went on the roof to hear. He didn't want to miss it. Amru, they say, oh, say, yeah, of Shabbos, oh, yeah, of Shabbos, oh, of Shabbos, oh, so. By the way, last time they learned this in the Daf Yemi, that's this same date. It was a huge snowstorm in Yerushalayim, the really? biggest snowstorm in 50 years. Exactly, <laughs> Mamish. It was a Friday. It was the exact same thing. But Kufas Tevis was in Tevis in the winter. Beyond the low shelling in Ashamayim, it was a huge snowstorm in Yerushalayim. Which all when came with the Shachar, when it came the dawn, Amlish Ma'ala Italian Achi. My brother, every day at this time, we see already the light. It starts lighting up through through the skylight. Today, awful, it's dark. Maybe it's a cloudy day. And they looked up. And they saw the Adam over. They saw they saw a silhouette of a person in the skylight. Oh, they went up and into a lot of room. Three amas, four and a half feet of snow. Wow, it was a historical snowstorm. Parku and Parku, so they uh, they took it out. Rechitzu, they removed him. Rechitzu, and they washed him. and they anointed him. Veshivu, and they put him against the fire. Amru, they revived him basically. He's he, he, like frozen to death. Amru said, Rose he is worthy to desecrate the Shabbos for him. Yeah, commentary is that. What do you mean? At any Jew, you have to desecrate the Shabbos. Right. So someone to say, do you have to desecrate the Shabbos for someone who, who risks his own life intentionally, consciously endangering his own life? If someone is endangering his own life, he's committing suicide. Do you have to? Do you have to? Must you desecrate the Shabbos to save him? So here he's saying, in this case, since he desecrated his life, endangered his life, in order to learn Torah, so therefore it's worthy, Hillel is worthy, that even though he risked his own life, and he, asked, he acted recklessly, but he endangered his life because he wanted to learn Torah, it was so important for him to learn Torah, so therefore it's worthy for him to desecrate the Shabbos. That's what someone would say. Anyway, it, it is, you still have to, the question is better than the answer. Okay. Oh shit, how about a rich person? A rich person after 120 years comes to the heavenly court. So in other words, if you tell the poor person, you shouldn't, like Hillel, Hillel was poor and didn't stop him from learning Torah. Okay, the rich person comes. 
And he says, I was a billionaire. I was running a hedge fund. I'm, 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 I'm monitoring the stock market and, and coin and Coinbase. And who had to the Yisi? I don't have time to learn Taita. Responsibilities. <laughs> 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 He was a trust fund baby. He inherited Elif Ayodas Vayabasha, a thousand cities on the dry land. Who connected on Elif Sfinas Vayabasha? He had a thousand boats. Thousand ships at sea. Thousand ships at sea. He took a, a flask of 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 of, of, of kemach, a flower, on his, on his shoulder. He went merely from city to city, from country to country. He delegated it. He delegated. He, he had a whole team. Everybody. He had a whole team to do run the business, and he himself went to study. Went like a port, like a simple person, a, a simple yeah. person. He took yeah. the basic necessity. He was a billionaire. He took a little flower. It's all he needed, and he went to study Torah. Why did he travel? I mean, he was, well, no, because first they have a girl from He wants. He wants to go. He he, he wanted to learn Torah from he the best. To every right. He, he went, wanted to he try them all out. Right. He went to one. Right. He went to one. Pamachas once Matsuavadov. His servant saw him. They didn't know who he was. Basubai, Basubai Angadia, they didn't recognize him. And they they forced him to, to become a service, into his master's service. They see someone wandering. They made him a servant. Amalehan, he says, Bakarsha, please. And he said, let me go, I want to study Taylor. We swear by the life of the Machazim. We're not going to let you go. You swear by his own name? No, they didn't know who he was. There was no pictures then. They didn't know who he was. They were working for him. They didn't know who he was. They never met him. He had an overseer. He had people uh, delegate. He wasn't running the business. He had he had people that delegate. Right, but some didn't know. It's apparent from here you see that he never saw them. He didn't run the business. He had someone running the business then. So you can't tell you're busy in Avlazim and Kharsim. No. No matter how busy you are, you have to find time to learn Torah. Second. Uh, yeah, you hire a guy to run your business. I was too handsome. I was a movie, movie was star, movie star handsome. The, it was the the what connection. can I do? All the girls were falling on me all around. You know, what can I do? I was too busy to my Yitzhahara. Every night I was partying, I was in the bar. <laughs> I had no time to learn. I remember, are you more beautiful, more handsome than Yaisa? Every day is She tried to seduce him. Every day. She changed her clothes. She had designer dresses. Every day she tried to another flashy dress to, to seduce him. In the evening, she changed it in the morning. In better clothes. In better clothing. <laughs> please, please, I want to, please have, a, be intimate with me. She said, no. I'm going to put you in jail. releases those who are in jail. She said, I'm going I'm I'm to bend you down. I'm going to... I'm going to cause you to bend. Yeah, Hashem, Hashem, Zegor, Hashem, straighten those who are bent. I think the Messiah is going blind your eyes. Yes, the Yosef answer. Hashem, Hashem, opens the eyes. Not my elf, Kikri, Kesemers. He was ready to pay and to become a billionaire. I'm going to give you a thousand. 
kicked him of goal. Just, just. This is like a soap opera. Why do you say Lishmoya <laughs> le Lishka Vetzla? Why do you say it's like a double a double expression? Yeah. He didn't listen to her to sleep with her. Okay, he didn't listen to her. It's enough. Lishka Vetzla Baylam Hazza, he didn't want to sleep with her in this world. Because if you do, it would remain with you in Elam Habba. She's wrapped up. Now she becomes yeah, wrapped up with you. Yeah, yeah. Hillel obligates the poor people. So it's no excuse. You can't say, I couldn't learn Torah. Hashem made me too handsome. He made me with a over, you know, a powerful sex drive. And I have a big Yitzhahara. And what do you want from my life? I can't. So it's no excuse. You can always learn from Yitzhahara. Okay, the question is, the Rebbe asked the question, why do you have to? Why does the Bezim Shomayla, the heavenly court, have to bring a proof from from Yosef, from Rabbi Lazar from Hillel? Is the code of Jewish law? It's in the Torah. You have to learn Torah day and night. So open the code of Jewish law. It's in the 613 mitzvahs. It says you have to learn. <laughs> what are you giving me excuses? I, I couldn't do a mitzvah. What do you mean? Every, every Jew is obligated to do a mitzvah. I mean, it's, you know, you have to arise. No one is exempt. You have to arise like a lion. No one is exempt. So well, why do you have to bring a proof from from an example of why did it, of Yosef and was it Macharsim and Hillel? So the Rebbe answers, we're not talking about here obligation and not obligation. Obligation, you have a code of Jewish laws in 630. We're talking about studying Torah beyond the letter of the law. Hillel, was Hillel obligated to climb to the roof and be buried in snow? You can't afford, you miss a day, you can't afford, you can't afford. No, no one is going to hold you liable. But Hillel desperately wanted to study Torah. It was like his life. Divra Elikim Chayim, his life depended on it. That's how he studied Torah, way beyond obligation. Jews would wake up at midnight to study Torah. There's no obligation to wake up at midnight. Nowhere. It says you have to learn early in the morning and you have to learn at night. But at night, you go to sleep. Where does it say you have to wake up at midnight and start studying Torah six hours before dawn? But it means I'm so thirsty for Torah that it's not a question of obligation. That's that's what the Bezim Shomayla, the heavenly court, is not asking you whether you fulfill your obligation or not. We're talking about beyond obligation. Why didn't you follow, why didn't you follow the example of Hillel? You know, Everyone have a good yamtiv. He should receive the Torah. It's like the fire 